1: Uh, welcome back. You're listening to Crunch Time on a Sunday. It's all thanks to Azito, the power tools. Uh, German design, their quality, of course, and the innovation that's powering DIYs all day, every day. So we're going through SENQ q Q693 a.m. in Brizzy, SEN 1170 a.m. in Sydney, SEN 1620 a.m. on the Gold Coast. You've got the SEN app. You can listen uh, anywhere at any time. Justin Horro, Steve O'Keefe. We're going through the games from last night. We've talked about the Matildas. I think everyone is talking about the Matildas. We've had our say on John Strange. This coming in, Carl from Cronulla. No way, fellas. In 20 years, when this team is long behind him, he has to be there for his son. It's a no-brainer. As a player, it even tells me more about the man. Okay, that's Carl. Uh, Carl with a difference of opinion, so... Mm.
2: Well, we like that. We like everyone bringing their thoughts and opinions to the table and we can have unless a discussion wrong. around it. Unless they're wrong. Like Carl's, yeah, which we uh, <laughs> really are, yeah, That's, that's right. <laughs> you, I
1: always tell the kids... It's great, if, Carl, but you're wrong. If, Cheers. If it's your opinion, it can't be wrong. <laughs> unless it's different to Dad's. And then it's, then it's very wrong. Uh, Luke Keery's 200th match. Um, great to see him out there with the, the young family post the match. Great to see them get the win. Are we convinced by the... There's some people... That believe the Roosters are on their way to making the eight. Do you have the Roosters making the eight? There are a number of games through round 25, 26, 27 that don't involve the Roosters that are crucial for the Roosters' future in 2023.
0: I'll tell you who's crucial for the Roosters. We've got 2am Tommy and we've got two Troy Hutchinson. <laughs> so he, if you know if, if uh, Tommy's man Hutchinson. Drew, <laughs> Drew Hutchinson can keep playing like that, then uh, look, they've got a lot a lot of work to do there. Um, you know, still fighting to to make the way in the eight. We had a chat to Boydie Corden yesterday, actually, on the okay. Moles. Uh, yep. Boydie called in. And he just felt like, at the moment, every, you know, every, the, the pressure's dropped a little bit. They're, you know, sort of out of contention um, realistically, and then, yes. then they're able to play more freely. Um, so he just thinks they're going to finish strong, and then just going to keep trying to knock off whoever they can.
1: Not the right person to ask. Boyd coordinate. No. Well, of course he's going to be a little exactly. bit. Exactly. However... Well, you, you know what I mean. Oh, yes. You know he is
2: mean. a well-trusted figure oh. in footy.
1: You know. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a phenomenal, Boyd, and yep. his mindset is completely outrageous, the way he thinks mm. about that. That's why he walked into... He was captain at the Roosters at 22. Mm. You know, he's captain of New South Wales at 23. Mm. Like, this is a unique individual.
0: We actually had start bench cut for him out of uh, uh, Jared Waria, Hargraves, Payne, Haas, and Tuna Fusul Maui. Straight away, Jared. So we, as, as you <laughs> said, very biased. Uh, not, not in terms of career, which we were talking about right now. Oh, really? And he, and he picked hey, Jared, so you could, <laughs> there, <Jimmy>. <laughs> 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 you could be onto something, Jimmy. Uh, you could be onto something. You might be a little bit
1: biased, uh, Sockey, So we've got Jeremy Marshall King. Looks like his season is gone.
3: Yeah.
0: So that means he won't be available for the Kiwis either, mate. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a that's. Oh, I thought he was very unlucky not to make the squad last year, and. Uh, at parts of that game when they got dusted by um, the kangaroos, um, they could have really used him. So mm. that's that's big, not only for, for Jeremy, he's had a great year yes. as well. And, uh, he's you know, st- they're still trying to push and, and continue this form that they've played with this year to into next year as well. So it would be a big loss.
2: So it was a big game for Drew Hutchinson, and I only caught the shorts. Now, there was a, a little bit going on with, uh, was it Dylan Napa and Jared Wallace? Was there was a oh, couple of players on report during the game?
1: I was there as a your reunion attendee didn't okay. watch a whole heap of footy so right. <laughs> Scott, that, that may have <laughs> happened that so may it. have happened I know Dylan got a big cheer when he ran on yeah, the field yeah
0: I didn't see it but if Jared Wallace is involved then I dare <laughs> <Yes>. say there's, <laughs> yeah. there's some chirping there's a couple of players yeah, yeah,
3: Naps Napp, got penalised because he was a, he was like support he was being the support runner that's right he didn't get the ball and he just basically pushed over Jared Wallace as, yeah, as that's clear right. as it was and the referee yeah, there, wasn't,
0: there wasn't much in it
3: no, okay. yeah referee saw it straight away though So, well,
2: so Dylan Napa back since 2019 but I am I'm backing the Roosters they do have on paper at, them at the start of the year to win it i think it sets itself up for a great last round clash against the bunnies oh. um the last year was for, did you go out to that tommy two phones i was out at Alliance and watched the yes. bunnies um get done that round and then play them first round in the finals which was something unbelievable i'd never seen a football game about eight blokes sent off and Ashley Klein nearly lost blood loss to his arms and waving him around and had him in the air for that long, (laughs) setting blokes on. You can do that, Ashley. Uh, Two
1: weeks ago, I said it's ridiculous that this round 27 game is being played at a core stadium. The Roosters up against the the Rabbitohs home game. It's the same organisation that look up. Send it to Alliance. You've spent $880 million on the stadium. Play it there. And now I'm thinking about that game and going, 40000 might not be enough. Mm. They might get... They might get 50000 at a course stadium. Can I ask
3: you a question, Jim? So today, 2 o'clock, North Sydney Oval, Sam Walker returns for the North Sydney Bears. Oh, he's back. And he's playing today. Um, Robbo got quizzed last night about what's going to happen next week if Sam Walker gets through the 80 minutes. Drew Hutchison just scored two tries last night. Yes. Seems like there's a good balance there. The attack is looking good. 26 points last week, 30 last night. If he gets through 80 minutes... No injury worries. What happens?
1: Uh he'll be turning out for the North Sydney Bears next week as well. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you can't be Drew Hutchison through. doing that. He's been fantastic. Yeah. 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 Uh, unless he comes out and scores a try and gets four try assists and but I, I would suggest that Trent Robinson would be loath to change this seventeenth scope.
0: Yeah. This Sammy's injury has taken a little bit longer than they expected too, right? So um at first it was supposed to be four to six weeks. Um uh, it dragged out a little bit longer than expected. So, therefore, maybe they take their time with him as well. True. It might not necessarily be about Hutchinson's playing well and and Sammy's Mm. um, playing poorly in New South Wales Cup. But maybe they might just go, just like Ryan Pappenhausen, who's come back from an extended period of time, out where they just go, give him two or three games. Yeah. And then if required, potentially, imagine if he comes back in that He'd clash against the yeah, rubber. Pressure cooker, here you go. <laughs> uh,
1: we'll get to Ryan Pappenhausen's stats very shortly as well. Billy Smith, the Artie beatson legacy man of the match. Uh, a try, two line breaks, 167 metres, reaching the potential that I think a lot of people saw in him. Three ACLs. Um, he's had his injury concerns through the years. The other big moment in the match was the sin binning of Ray Stone. Here is Wayne Bennett's thoughts on the sin bin post-match.
2: The decision that we got on the sin bin, I think, that was as much to do with the result as anything the else. There's no doubt he got hit in the head. I'm not denying that for a moment. But you know, he got put on report, and that was fair enough. But we got Cody uh, Nikoiema got hit in the head with an elbow which knocked him around too. And, you know, it was just a, a put-on report and a penalty. Tackle that Ray was involved in, he, he, he got hit below. Ray was obviously coming to tackle him over the top and he just dropped his height. You know, and that, that's one of those things that happened in the game and certainly put on report and go from there. But, you know, I thought the cinnamon was way over the top. It has a huge impact on the game. They know the impact it has on the game. And if you look at games over the weekend, you've seen three or four different guys head eyes, but they get to stay in the field, and they haven't got it right. It's as simple as that. I've got a fair idea what right is, but they don't ask your opinion, so you get on with life. But
0: thoughts? I think he's spot on. Yeah, I agree. It was yeah. it was soft. It was it was very hard for Ray Stone to change his position because uh, who was it that uh, was it, it was Hutchinson? It was yeah. Hutchinson. His legs yeah. got cut out just before. Yes. Uh, Ray Stone was coming in. Would have been Ray Stone realistically would have been hitting him right in the uh, mud guts. Yep. If it wasn't for him dropping, someone taking his legs and then clipping him across the head. And then it wasn't even like extreme force as well. So um, I agree with Wayne totally with all of it.
1: Careless high tackle, grade one, third and subsequent offence, $3,000 if he takes the early guilty plea for Ray Stone on that one. How many tries scored? Two. When he was off the field, yep. So and and th- there's the game.
2: Does that marry up? Yeah, and I, I think I mean this was a talking point last week when you had the four careless grade one uh high tackles and you had four different outcomes. That's two, right. Two sin bins. That's right. One uh stayed on the field to report. Yes. And uh, one reset said, from sorry, the field. Sorry, two sent off. Yeah. One and then you had the ten. Minutes. So you had the same careless grade one. So you go to the judiciary with the same grade Charge. of tackle. Yeah. Yep. But you have four different impacts on the field yes and I wonder if the impact that you have on the field say if you're sent off for that game for that play should that come into account when you're going to the judiciary next week of saying well you've, you've missed 80 minutes for this you know because some guy will get on report and then get to play the rest of the game and go well you shouldn't have you should get one. Like I don't know how to make that equal in a sense that when you're looking at it you know how do you how do you, how, do you ju- how are you judging this? I think that's the frustration that you're hearing from most coaches. Is yes. like I just saw Nathan Brown out of the line make contact with the head. He gets being I saw Tommy Burgess run out of the line, make contact with the head, albeit still on his feet and grounded, but he only gets ten. Yeah, but it's the same deal. Yeah, the same intent. If you're hitting the head, it's black and white. How do you see it,
3: JH?
0: Yeah, I reckon it can't be the be all and end all. The result of the opposition player, mm. but it gives you an indication on the force, yep. right? Yep. So if you look at it, if a player ends up missing the following week, whether it be broken jaw, like Upi Curacao, early in the year on Tino, yep. on the yep. raised elbow, or uh, HIA, like Hazelton missed the game off yep. the back of the uh, Tommy Burgess, Tommy Burgess yep. one,
2: yep.
0: I, would, I would factor it in, but it can't be the main reason. Yeah. It has to be a part of a process.
1: Yep. And they do that, they do factor in yep. the outcome. Uh, which is interesting too. Dallin Watenni, Zalesniak, Alex Seafarth, Lachlan Elias and Damien Cook, all charged. All can accept early guilty pleas and they will not miss any matches. It will just be a fine. Uh, now we're talking about the John Strange-led uh, Roosters, NRLW side. They're and down 12 nil, And they've responded. They've, they're, <laughs> they're down 12 Um So uh, now we had Carl from Cronulla saying that, no, he did the right thing. I agree with Carl. Family comes first, says Carmel. From Gaira. So what do you know? Two people who are wrong listening to the program. So. And
0: are, are they from Cronulla? <laughs> well, both of them from Cronulla. So they're on the Sharkies. Maybe they've had a little play on the Sharkies. I can't wait for the Zoom chat from uh, Strange at half time to get the girls fired up. Exactly.
1: Uh, what about uh, Guyra? Do you not know where Guyra is? No, where's Guyra? Guyra's up near Armidale. Oh, is it? Guyra's oh. spud country. Oh. Great area. Potato. You, have you been Wait, up oh, to? I've
2: done a few country blitzes up at Armadar. Am I thinking, I
1: thinking think of Mia. Guymea. Yeah, Guymea. Guymea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. yeah. No, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> all right, we've got to get ourselves to a break. More geography lessons coming up. You're listening to Crunch, <laughs> Crunch Time on a Sunday. All thanks to Azito.